All right, everybody, welcome back to the best hour of their day. Today is a little bit of an intervention because we are going to talk about the fact that Jay is mentally unstable. <laughs> I've been waiting. And, yeah. and, he, and he spends way too much time on his devices. I, we... I knew letting you guys record an episode without me was going to lead to you realizing how unstable I was. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very apparent right from the get-go, from the second I hit record. Um, no, but I, uh, we were just chatting before this, and uh, well, it's just like, let's just talk about it. But today, I, I thought it was cool, because we were talking about, we, we just basically lined up a, a couple different topics, but mental health for the box owner. Particularly now, I think it's important because as a gym owner, you are the leader of your tribe. Right. And we all know that we got to take care of ourselves and all that stuff. But I, I, I think it's worth outlining some things that we are all very familiar with as box owners that we do that are not necessarily uh, healthy for us mentally, but also not necessarily like good for us, whether it be physically, um, health, just general health and how that dovetails into like, is it making me the best version of myself for all the people that need my help? So, and we, you you know, go, Jay. Yeah. Well, well, specifically, we were Todd recommended a book about four to six weeks ago, and I just took it out of the library. It's called Digital Minimalism, and this is a conversation that Todd we've we've talked about this for like five years. We went through a period of time where we reorganized our phone, and you know, certainly our phones in general. When you read this book, were not meant to be what they are today. They were basically phones with music on them and then somewhere along the line there was a you know sharp turn that turned into a social media device but i think in general whether a box owner a member you know a coach is listening to this what percentage todd struggles with this you mean struggles with uh with with just time on their de their devices i mean yeah i mean based on the book we could call it it's truly an addiction yeah, I mean, go anywhere in, in public. I know that's hard nowadays. And look around to see. Well, you go to either of your boxes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and look around and see how many people are like just actually present where they're at or whether they're filling their time with their phone. You know who I was really impressed with was Jason Kalipa. I have, we had him on the show. And I noticed 100% of the time from the time we got on, I could tell he was on me. Like it wasn't, you know, I see other people that we've interviewed. People are doing other things. They're getting distracted. I don't know if he lives his AMRAP mentality, you know, 24 seven, but he certainly did on the show and I was really impressed by it. But I think that goes to what you're saying. For me, the box used to be my favorite time, especially coaching. I used to tell people I love coaching because I cannot check my phone. Like I know I can't be on my phone during this hour. You know what's you, interesting? It, well, I'm smiling now because <laughs> you guys might be aware of this. Now with the Apple Watch, how many I, people I refuse to get one because of yeah, that reason. Oh, That's exactly. I was like, why do I need here, more notifications in my life? Same here, but not only like do I see coaches coach and like stop mid-teaching progression and check out their wrist, but also your athletes now. Like how many of your athletes have you noticed in your gym that – you know, they're in the middle of their, their workout and, and um, like you can see something happen and they stop and start scrolling on their watch. It's, yeah, like, it's hard to get away from it. They, they, they've set it up to where we feel like we need it. Um, 
Well, it's impossible. Not like even if you had the best intentions, if that thing vibrates on my wrist, how many people do you know that would have the the will to not look? Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking one thousand percent of the time because I'm just like, <laughs> oh shit! Like I just can't. You can't not do it. It's a reflex. But yeah, and a hundred percent agreed. And, and I mean, and that's what they were talking about in the book. How and 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 like you mentioned, Fern earlier, Simon Sinek has a great. I don't know if it was a TED talk or just on another interview show where he's saying it's a dopamine hit. And I've realized it now, at least like I, I've gotten to the point and I don't know, you know what they say. It's like, you know, what you have to do first, but I'm at least mentally aware you're checking your phone. And I talk to myself like dummy, you're checking your phone because you're bored and you should like, and and you realize it, but let's, let's swing it to just, you guys are box owners. I've been there. It's hard to balance that, right? How many, like if I said to you, Fern, you can't have Instagram, you can't have Facebook. One of the first things you're going to mention is, you know, in addition to best hour stuff, like, Hey, I need it. So yes. So that was the question I posed you because Todd said he, Todd said he took the Instagram app off of his phone. And my first question was, well, how do you, do Instagram posts. Now there are third party apps that you do it. So now I'm quasi replacing one for another. So did I really eliminate it? And to some degree you do want to interact, but you can't post from, from a web, from the web-based version of Instagram. Like, and I'm pretty certain they did that on purpose. Well, there's workarounds now as well though. Like I said, you know, for best hour, we use a, an app called later. We later. Use yeah. Tailwind before and there's, you know, I think, you know, immediately as I'm reading this, I'm like, I need to delete this app. And I'm like, okay, if we use later, um, carousels are an issue or videos might be an issue. And I'm like, immediately then I'm like, I'm just making excuses of why I can't do this. And, and in addition, what I've learned personally is we get a lot of DMS for best hour stuff, especially, Hey, can you talk mm-hmm. about this topic or I have questions? And it's hard to read. It's hard to write back to when I sit down at a computer and treat it like an email, I get back to it in more depth you know, more thoroughly. And is that why I respond to all of those? And you don't, you respond to the majority of the best hour ones, (laughs) but you know, with a handful I do or or some other ones, but it, you know, and it forces you to like Todd, maybe you'll speak about kind of designate specific times where you do this. So I, on that note, I, I took Facebook off of my phone. I mean, like a really long time ago and I'm, and I'm about to do it with Instagram and I, cause I took it off Facebook because Facebook became flooded. It was nothing good. Like there was nothing good that came through on my Facebook feed. I was like, this is just terrible news and terrible stuff and terrible conversations and just nothing but negativity. And that's basically how Instagram is at this point too. Like there is no good news on Instagram at this point. Go ahead, Todd. I was just going to say, if you've, and I've done this numerous times, it's like where you'll delete that app for a week or 10 days and then decide to, to, you know, install it again and log back in. And you'll literally scroll for the first two or three minutes and be like, I've missed nothing. Nothing. Handful of pictures, nothing. There's, you're not, I mean. Well, Tim Ferriss talked about that in four hour work week is that because everybody is so connected you will not be removed from what is going on in the world because somebody else will tell you. Yeah. And it's a good excuse to have a conversation, right? That's what he mentions that too. Yeah. I think, I think worst case, if we're being honest, or maybe it's just me being honest, a lot of times you're scrolling through 
to like just goof on and like in your head laugh at people and like say like this is nonsense and I'm like that's worse like to me that's like the ultimate like you're just being an asshole me personally like I'm being an asshole um, I, I would tell you this if it was I don't and I don't really understand the dynamic of how the people's sphere of connections gets so big right like it's it, like most of us have like a couple thousand or a couple hundred thousand um friends if you will which is just a, an incredibly ironic term but if it was just my close friends it would be great like there would be nothing but like you know you know making fun of each other and all that stuff but like let me ask you this well how much do you think ads have to do with that like people now are paying to be in front of you because that affects it. So there's ads and then there's basically the use of ads affects, affects the algorithm at which point certain things will show up more in my feed. Well, then you realize even the people you like or care about are basically doing promotions. You know, you're, you're watching basically commercials. You're scrolling through to watch your commercials of your friends that are selling, you know, Kill Cliff or Fit8 mm -hmm. or, you know, CBD or whatever's going on. And yeah, and then in addition to that, you're you know you're scrolling through and you're seeing the the paid ads on there. It's it's all just a lot of insanity. I, I one thing you made me think of is during this quarantine, I I've gotten on the phone way more often with people. Just a call. Yeah, I mean, I called you yesterday. I mean, we were talking a little bit about business stuff, but mm -hmm. you know, that's real. Like, I think one thing that the quarantine has been good about is I've rekindled a few relationships and I've, you know, speak to you and Todd. What are you, what are you laughing at? <laughs> All I can think about is your ex-girlfriends ex <laughs> that you want to reach out to. I'm hoping no, no, you're not rekindling any of that stuff. No ex-girlfriends, no ex-girlfriends. So just, on that note, like I did the same thing a couple of weeks ago. It was like the first, I don't know, first two or three weeks of kind of the lockdown. And my buddy who's a ER doctor that I went to the Naval Academy with, uh, he's down in Texas and he was off for like six days and he called me every day at like 5 p.m. and we would FaceTime and do and we would drink together not together but like he would call me he was just, he was just like sitting out at his house and I was and we caught up every day for like six days and it was fantastic and we would talk for like an hour every day it was great the first the first time you like rekindle something it's a little stressful because you're like this is going to be a long call or how am I going to end it and then after a while, like my buddy that I hadn't spoken to in a few years, the first couple of calls, you almost don't want to get on because you're like, oh, this is, and now I can be like, hey, I got to go. And like you did, like Fern's like, I'm getting in the shower. Like when it's your <laughs> friends, you don't, you're like, okay, that's enough. I can go. Yeah. So it, it makes it, it makes it a lot easier. Like you have like distant cousins or aunt and uncles that you try to catch up with once in a while. Like, oh no. shit, I got to you know, block my Sunday morning off to talk to these three people. You, you either tell them everything or tell them nothing. I yeah, tried to exactly. FaceTime you. I tried to FaceTime you in the shower and you didn't want to. You're afraid of oh, what, a, what a real man looks like. I was just outdoors <laughs> and I was afraid it was going to, you know, be blurry and I wanted crystal clear reception. <laughs> so, you know, let, 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 maybe we can each speak from our own per position as box owners because really this is a lot of who it's geared to. I lost my mind when I was a box owner when it came to social media. I was on every option that I could be Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever else there was way too much time. But in my head, it was a necessity in my head. It was furthering the business. I remember at one point, a, a doctor friend of mine, a woman, she said, she's a PhD. 
And she was like, Jay, you need a day off from social media. And I literally remember saying to her, like, you don't understand. I can't. I run a business. I cannot do that. That's crazy in retrospect. Wait. It's a it's a weird there's a weird tension that exists there because you do need it right like I, I I'm not you're, really no, sure how your hold tight your business ahead. needs it yeah, that's you what I'm referring don't to need the, it yes. no, no, no yeah that's that's what I'm referring to like yeah. you cannot not have social media presence for your business so, but again and and again we all are guilty of using the word need entirely inappropriately need yeah. is not like I, I need to check Instagram right now. No, you don't like almost never actually always never. Yeah. There's, 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 there's no scenario where that. like you need to check Instagram. Like I need to eat food and drink water and like go home and see my wife. I don't need to check Instagram. So let's, yeah. let's role play it just cause I'm curious. So let's say any of us, Todd probably is the one that posts the least if ever on yeah. Instagram. I I'm a, I'm a ghost. I'm so, on there hardly. Yeah. Do you even check it regularly? Like just to scroll? Right. Right. And right now, currently, ever since I finished that book, I deleted off my phone and it's out. I haven't looked at it and it's been whatever that is, six, six weeks or something like that. So you haven't even looked at it. Well, here's the good news, no. Todd. Uh, there's no more coronavirus. The economy is fantastic <laughs> yeah, and right. all the gyms are open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, I'm, I, yeah, I haven't looked at it once and there's not much that I, I'm sure that I've missed. Um, now you'll be, you know, I've, I've never had a Facebook account. Um, and I'm probably like six months after starting our gym Instagram account, I handed that off as well. So I've tried to stay away from that and it, more so because I know my personality with it, that it's a slippery slope that if I had, if I ever had Facebook or, you know, was in charge of running the gym, Instagram and all that kind of stuff, I would be so deep into it all the time that I'd never get out of it. So, so you never to- had a drive fitness Facebook group or anything? Not me personally. I've, I've always handed that stuff off. So but we have both- a drive, we have, we have Facebook group pages and all that kind of stuff. And I'll be honest with you, the only times that I've been interested in having that Facebook page would be like to, to be a part of those groups or to make announcements and do stuff like that. Um, but I've handed it off and left it up to other people to do for me just because I don't think the, the reward is worth the, uh, the risk of me falling into that rabbit hole and giving away more of my time doing it. So let's say this, and because Jay, you no longer do, but I think you still have a pretty good idea about this. What would you say on a daily basis is the required time to have adequate social media presence for a gym? Let's say a gym owner doesn't have the option to hand it off. How much time in a given day would you need to spend there? Less than 30 minutes. I was going to say for sure less than an hour. Yeah, I can't imagine it's much more than 30. Like if you think about it, so say – what, what's the rate that you want to post once or twice a day? I would say you guys three if, on the three on the high end. I would say three. I was looking at it like, Hey, we're trying to be efficient in that. So I would say one post a day and, and that keep in mind, doesn't necessarily have to be time on social media. You can use an app like later, like we use, you know, for example, for best hour, I set that days or yeah. a week ahead of time, which is kind of social media, but at the same time, it's not, Waste of time, like you're using it. There's as no promotion. feed. You can't get outside right. information. Just, from just, I'm just pushing. Yeah. Correct. So, assuming you're not even doing that, let's say if 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 I were trying to maximize this and I owned a box, 
I'd probably have, you know, call it seven o'clock at night. I would have had one picture from the day in the gym or maybe an announcement depending on what's going on. And then outside of using that time to post, I would just check my DMs to see if somebody was interested in joining. Is that similar to what you were going to say, Todd? Yeah. I, I mean, that, that would be my guess is I, I would assume that if, if your, your response for saying why you need it for your gym is to post and then to interact, if you, you know, put on your schedule twice a day for 15 minutes, one in the morning and one in the evening where you're like, I'm going to take the next 15 minutes. Maybe it's in the morning time or the evening, whichever one I'm going to take five of that minute, five of those minutes to make my post. I'm going to spend the next 10 minutes to do any responses or to engage with anybody. And then I'm going to do the same thing in, in the evening, 15 minutes, just to send simply respond to DMs or to comment or, or like or whatever you need to and then then shut it down. I can't imagine that that doesn't provide adequate time to do everything that you need that's the beneficial portion of having having that. And I would go so far as to say this, if you blocked off an hour and a half a day, you could do that and knock out all the emails that you, and you could break, and you could break that into two 45 minute sessions. So well, I could do 45 minutes in the morning, 45 minutes in the middle of their late afternoon, knock out an hour and a half of stuff that is, that is social media slash responding to emails and you'd be good. I was going to say that's the, you know, secondary piece of this and I haven't gone, Todd finished the book. I'm, I'm just beginning it, but you know, we, we, we typically think about this from a social media perspective, but emails and texts, I think that was one thing that opened my, and all of this has kind of been happening during the quarantine. You realize when you're so itching to get back to someone's text or phone call or email immediately, you're on everyone else's time. And I, you know, I used to try to get back to everything by the end of the day. And I'm like, it's impossible because someone can email me right now. And does that mean I go back on? Like, so with what you're saying, and, and like you mentioned in Tim Ferriss's book, I've realized if I just batch it and do, maybe 30 minutes, you know, whatever I set up for that day, I get back to everything faster. So much faster. I was, we were talking about this before we get, got on that. It's like, even with social media and stuff gone, it's real easy to fall in the trap of looking at your text messages and looking at your emails repeatedly throughout the day. And I was saying it, that it's like, when I fall into that trap, say I'm about to coach a class or maybe take a class. If I check my email right before I'm about to go coach a class and I've got an important email, well, clearly I don't have time to respond to it. So number one, I've read it. And now that's kind of lingering over me as I coach class. So I'm thinking about that. And then number two, because it's not a new email, when I go back to my inbox, I'm going to look at the new stuff and that's going to be now the priority. So this thing gets left behind. It's still kind of lingering there but I dread getting back to it. Um, so it just causes more problems than it's worth. Whereas if I wait and like you said, batch, then it's like, all right, if I only look at my email when I know I have time to respond, even if it's kind of a critical thing or something that's gonna take longer to respond to, then I can get it done and get it knocked out. Number one, it's not lingering over me. And number two, it doesn't run the risk of being lost because it was opened and not responded to, you know? I, go ahead. I was gonna say going back to like what we were talking about Instagram with the DMs, that was always an issue for me too. Like you you see it come in or you even click on it and then you're like, now I'm worried that I'm not gonna remember to get back to it. So maybe your market is unread, maybe you tell them to email you. But I think one thing that people need to be aware of is like that's you there's only so much 
like RAM, if you will, to use a computer analogy in your head. Like if there's too many things going on at once, that's a problem. Yeah, the I, bandwidth is the bandwidth isn't there. I was I was thinking as you were talking, Todd. Like I remember. I mean, I'm I'll be 42 next week. There's we and you guys all were. We would leave our houses. We would drive hours, and not have anything to do. Like yeah, but it, and it was I, like, fine. It's hard to we, even remember fine. that. Like it's it was like, only 12, maybe 15 years ago. Like you'd be like, I got my favorite cassette. And I'm gonna listen to this on a road on repeat, trip. Yeah. on repeat, nonstop. Yeah. And you didn't have a GPS. You had to like sit down, quest it, print it out. Yes. Well, even before that, I remember my freshman year in college. I had a girlfriend in New Jersey, and I was going to visit her over winter break. And my stepfather and I like looked at an atlas, you know, and we wrote down the directions to get from Peekskill to like Morristown, New Jersey. Like it was like. There was no GPS back then. There wasn't a map quest. So as busy as we are, I, I was training a client this morning. He's like a real estate developer around here. He's like, they, like, they own everything. In the were area. you wearing masks? Uh, we were wearing full chem suits. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Hazmat and, suits. <laughs> and so he walks in, and, he, and, he's, and he's a prototypical guy who, who runs a company like that. I mean, he's like busy like we he's busy what we think is busy times 100 yeah so he walks in and he just picks up his phone and he shows me and he shows me and he's like that's the number of texts that i've gotten since i got out of my car and walked to the front door of this building it was like 25 and between him walking from the front door to the front desk which is a whopping 12 feet he got two phone calls and you i was like can't. I was like, bro, you got to make some boundaries. <laughs> like, well, I think he is. I mean, unless he's trying to respond to them, like, like we were talking about during class, he's making boundaries by not responding. I think somewhere along the line, emails, the evolution became texts, and texts somehow got recognized as, hey, you need to respond right away. Yeah, it's emergent. Yeah, Where, and, it, and, and it's and it's our our feeling of that. It's not the like. And we, and we set the tone for the other person too. If we're the person that responds immediately, then when that person doesn't respond immediately, you're like, what the hell's going on? Why isn't Jay getting back to me? If you're the person that doesn't respond immediately, automatically I assume, well, you probably are somebody that isn't tied to your phone like everybody else is. So I cut you some slack. So you create the, you create the boundaries yeah. through, through that, right? You set the expectation with me just by doing things the way that you do things. Did you ever, have you ever been in a scenario where like you and I are texting? I've probably been in with both of you and like you need to do something, but you're in the middle of texting and you feel bad, like putting your oh, phone yeah. down. Oh like, yeah. I feel that. that I, I never feel bad about cutting a text off thread with you. With you. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> else. Yeah. Anybody else. It, I feel terrible about it. I mean, I feel like the closer you are, like with all of us, we'll be like, Hey, gotta go. Or, yeah. Know, or even like in the past, like don't respond to this. I'm just giving you some information, but it's the people that you're like outside of your main circle that you that you like feel the worst about when really they're the ones that are least important. Or like you're spending time with your wife or your girlfriend, and all of a sudden you're getting a text from someone that's insignificant, and you're focused on that, not your not your significant other. This is this is something that Jocko brings up in his book. Uh, extreme ownership where you know i think everybody's probably heard the the concept of discipline equals freedom and this is 
I've had it at different points in my, so we're the other thing we're talking about is I used to only, I turn off the notifications on my email. So it only shows me that I have email if I open up the email. And then I would have a reminder that would come on at like 9 a.m., 2 and then 7 p.m. I think was the previous like reminders. It was like, but I got away from it and I, and I deviated from the plan, which is don't open your damn email. If it's an emergency, somebody will call you. Um, so I think that's something you can look at, which is, don't turn off the push notifications on your email and then try to set a schedule. You know, I'm not the best at schedules, but I'm getting better at it. And Todd, you and I talked about this a little bit the other day before we recorded. And this is one of the things, one of the reasons that I started working with a VA, which if you haven't heard the podcast with Matt Albrizio from Forever Fears, go back and listen to it. But one of the things, and I think I got this idea from Tim Ferriss in the four hour work week as well. He actually didn't, um, really organize his email inbox, he would have a VA that would aggregate all of the emails and give all of that information in one email. To so be like, hey, you need to respond to these seven things. And he wouldn't even send the email. He would respond in that thread, send it back to the VA, and the VA would respond to each one of those. So there's a lot of ways to work around this and, and being able to just do more by doing less is something to try to figure out. It's like, okay, well, how do I, how do I, how do I uh, condense this information and do it? Like I only have a, a, cause the other thing is part of the rule the Parkinson's law, which is like, I will get work done in the amount of time allocated to oh, it. Yeah. That's, it, that's uh, Michael McAllister talks about that, which is if you only have a 45 minute window to get it done, my bet is that you work really fast. There are, there are days I know I've got a lot of emails coming in and I'm busy, I'm out, whatever. And I have this overwhelming stress on me. Like, it's just this, like, I don't know how to explain it, but just like an additional level of stress. Then I get home and literally in 20 minutes, I got everything done. And I'm like, done. what the fuck was I stressed out about? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like you, it's, yeah. it goes back to what you said, Todd. I think it's like, once you kind of feel like you're, you're going to forget them or you have some other emails, you like always, it, it doesn't leave you. So. I think a good way to wrap this week, Fern, you just gave out some good tips. Todd, what would be like two or three of your best tips to preserve mental health when it comes to the phone and social media? You, you've got to put boundaries on things. Number one, you've got to figure out what's, what's really useful and needed. Um, and and if, if that thing is needed, is this the best way to accomplish that task? We were talking about that a little bit to where it's like some people will justify Facebook for their ability to, to keep up with their nieces and nephews or something like that. And then you fall into the trap of going on Facebook and scrolling forever, whereas a, probably a better solution to keep up with your nieces and nephews is to call them once a week or once every two weeks and FaceTime with them, right? Um, so know what's actually needed and then put boundaries on the things you decide to keep um, and batch them the, the way that we've already talked about. It's like I've already, it was really easy to batch and keep those boundaries up during the quarantine where it was like I was coming into the gym for about two hours a day filming videos for what was coming up, running a Zoom class and stuff like that. And I found over the last 10, 10 days since we've been open again, it's like my boundaries started to, the margins of my boundaries started to push. I started checking my emails a lot more. I started checking my text messages and all of that stuff. And I could feel that anxiety and stress start creeping back up. 
So it was like last night was the night where I was like, wait a second, I got to get back to the same process that I had before all of this. Um, and today's been the first day back at that. And it's already making me feel better. But it's like, I got to know when I'm doing what I'm doing and only focus on that. Because otherwise, I've just got too many things going on. And if I'm either trying to do them all at once or wondering which one I should be doing when, not much gets accomplished. And, you know, I feel, I don't feel very good about it the entire time. Do you guys recommend like actually scheduling it, putting in your calendar? That's the only way I'll probably adhere to it. Like that, so you, that's me knowing me. Otherwise I'll just free for all. And I, I'm the king of just fly by the seat of my pants in a lot of realms of my life. Like I just, I know that about myself. So, and I hate structure. So I'm very hesitant to move towards structure because it makes me feel confined. And I don't know if that's because of the military or whatever, but I'm just like, no, like rules are stupid, right? Which most people probably pick. <laughs> coming, coming which from most people have, yeah, most people have probably picked up on by listening to the podcast. You but, just, you just quoted discipline equals freedom. By yeah. Chaka. Rules yeah. are stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, um, but but I think that's a real struggle, right? Like I recognize that they have a tremendous amount of value, but I struggle to move there because sometimes it makes me feel confined. When in actuality, if you abide by them, it makes you 10 times more productive. And as we're having this conversation, yeah. I'm thinking about all the things that just over the last two weeks, probably the additional things that I've been that are more important, meaning like I'm spending less time on Facebook and Instagram and doing those things and, and hammering emails. And I'm spending more time doing things that actually add value to my circle, right? My members, my coaches, all of that stuff. Like, I don't know how many thank you cards or gift cards I've sent out in the past two weeks, but it's a lot like Mine. in the mail. Mine's in the mail still. Uh, oh, yeah. It, and if it's not there by <laughs> next week, just keep waiting. Um, so, I but think... stuff like that where, you know, where that, you know, like, yes, a text is cool if you get it, but there, I mean, like there is, it's way more thoughtful if you write a note. I mean, the intent, the intent is there. I'd be like, Hey, is it more thoughtful than just calling somebody? I don't know, but it does show that you took some time to, to do that. And I feel good doing it and they feel good when they get it. And we have that interaction later when they're just like, Hey man, thanks for the card. That was like, that was really cool. appreciate it. I think especially in, in today's you know day and age, that goes a long way. Like people, I mean, you and I hopped on a call with that box a couple of weeks ago and then we each got cards in the mail, mm -hmm. you know, and you read it and you're like, Oh, that was nice. You know? And, and you also read it, I would say maybe not differently, but more thoroughly. Like you're reading it. Like it was, it took more time than sending a text. I had an old client. She was like 80. She's still around doing CrossFit at Albany CrossFit. And she would always yell at me like, you know, I used to train her before CrossFit as, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, send cards, send cards. And I was like, Donna, you can email now. She's like, no, you still have to do the right thing and send the card when someone, you know, does X, Y, or Z. Do both, but do it on a schedule. Yeah. You know, I, so like, I like, I've like, I do that stuff on Mondays now. Like it's part of my to-do list. Like I get a list of, you know, member birthdays, gym anniversaries, and like, if I need to send a referral, thank yous or whatever. And I do it all on Monday and I write them because that stuff, like it just shows up in my inbox. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to do that. So like, I think it's figuring out how to structure that stuff so that you're spending less time doing you're just going to do it all very poorly. Like Todd was talking earlier about like, Hey, I, I read this email and then I didn't get back to it. Well, I would add to that cause I do the exact same thing, but I also don't read the email thoroughly. 
Right. Like I kind of read a sense. I'm like, oh, that's something important. Uh, I'll get back to it later. And then my response is also like half ass to the email that I halfway read. And that's happened to me many times when somebody's just like, hey, bro, did you read the email that I just sent? Well, like, yeah, yeah, I responded. And they're like, yeah, but you responded and it didn't make any damn sense. And I'm like, that's totally my fault. I apologize. Let's be fair. Some people send really long emails. And the longer an email, to, I've learned like if an email is just too long, I put it off, I get to it later. And then if, if someone's going to send a long email, the best thing they can do is like hit enter and give me, you know, it's like we, we have short attention spans. Getting just a block of, of words and letters is overwhelming. Make actual paragraphs. But yeah. hey, what, as, as a box owner, one thing I really loved that North Naples CrossFit did was they would send a card to every drop in that came in. And That's I can't cool. tell you how many times I would see those cards on social media tagging the gym. So if you're a box owner listening to this, something maybe you want to consider just a thanks. It's especially people that, you know, if you're in a, a, a town where people travel through a lot, it's a good way to make sure they always come to your box when they drop in and 15 to $25 for a class is, you know, probably about the biggest margin you can make as a box owner, getting someone into your gym. So certainly worth keeping them, uh, you know, happy for, for, for the tip that I've learned, it was probably about two weeks ago. I, I realized I was like, why am I so stressed out again? And I finished a bunch of books that I wanted to read and started like checking email when I would mm -hmm. wake up in the morning rather than reading. And I realized oh, the way that, no, dude. and I realized the way I was starting my day really impacted. It was like even later in the afternoon. So for me, I get up and I think one important thing is just don't check anything. Like I don't keep my phone in my bedroom. I don't keep my computer no. in my bedroom. I just keep my Kindle. So as soon as I wake up, cause I'm going to go to the bathroom, I can read a book. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just recently moved my phone away from the table. Yeah. I put, mine's, it, I put it in the bathroom. I just drop it on the little charging station or whatever, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of reading. I think we've talked about this before, just like 10 pages in the morning. It's like the first thing that I do. Um, yeah. But yeah, checking email in the morning is the work. Cause like if there's something shitty in there, like your whole day is ruined. Yeah. You just like, it's like an ad adrenaline. It's like, you know, fight or flight goes right away and your day doesn't recover. Well, it's just, I, I've, I'm trying to be more aware of how it affects my interactions with other people. So if like, for instance, like I'm always the first one up in the house. So if I get up and the first thing I do is I read an email that aggravates me, let's just say, it, let's not even say it's shitty. Let's just say it's something that's aggravating. Well, that's probably going to have at least to some degree an effect on how I interact when, with my six-year-old when she walks in because she's generally the second person up in the house. So am I going to be annoyed because of that email and am I going to interact poorly with her or a member when I walk in the gym? So it's just like, like try, to, try to really – Set the tone of your day. Yeah, like try to really pay attention to that because that stuff matters. And, and you could be the person that's always annoyed because you, you know, set your, you know, like sabotage yourself in the morning. Or you can be the, pe the person that people would love to be around because you've set boundaries and then add value to their lives. Yeah, I don't know that anyone would say I love being around Fern regardless of what time you wake up. But still. I, mean, I, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't have been happier that you moved from Florida to Colorado because Florida was too close. Yeah. I, I like how he on the down low also basically called Jess lazy. I get up early. 
then then Logan gets up, then Chappie, and someone. That around is definitely not happening. Like she definitely gets... has the short end of the stick now. Like doing being at home doing homeschooling, which neither one of us are trained to do. So, no, no, she is one thousand percent taking the brunt of this. Uh, is this she time. homeschooling Logan? Dude, it's awful. Stop like it's filming just, you and darts and get some footage of that. That's that was homework. Is- we created that rocket <laughs> so that we could. Did you really? Yeah, she has this thing called, uh, I think it's a Kiwi box or something like that. My my parents bought a subscription. So every month they send a little box and it's got like a project that you build together. It's like all sorts of weird stuff. And that one was like you build that little air pump rocket. And then oh, that's cool. And then you saw the result of that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Well, I think that helps. I wish somebody would have recorded something like this, you know, 15 years ago when I was going crazy with social media. But it's it's excited me and motivated me to make some changes today. Reading that book, talking to you guys about it. Probably going to move some apps off the phone, figure out if I can use them online, be a little better about batching and certainly not get, you know, into my email first thing in the morning, you know, set a time. Like today we woke up had breakfast together and it's like so much more peaceful yeah all right cool well i hope that helped everybody mental health and uh if if you use some of the tips and tricks that fern todd and myself laid out please let us know but don't let us know on social media you write us a letter write us a letter (laughs) (laughs) write us yeah write us a letter about how awesome we are and uh and uh address it address it to me so all right guys Anything else to add about social media or mental health? That's it. Nailed it. Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. If you haven't already, do us a favor. Head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback for either Fern or myself, hit us up, day at gmail.com or send us a DM over on Instagram at best hour of their day. Once again, we couldn't do this without the amazing community and you are a part of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting best hour of their day.